The legends are true. But overwhelming power! The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Wickdonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece Nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at Wickdonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low, net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. Welcome back to the channel. This is Matt Garland, NMLS number 58700, better known as MG The Mortgage Guy. We are live. We are blessed. Thank God for another day. Uh, today, we're going to talk about racial disparities. In the mortgage market, the denial rates. I got my guy Tooks Productions in the building with me today. Tooks, what's good? Hello, my friend. Hello, hello, hello. We are live. We are blessed. Make sure you guys hit that bell for notifications. Subscribe because you never know when we're going to go live here on Rants and Gems. And as always, make sure you go to mgbookstore.com. Pick up the books. We got the buy one, get one free sale still going on. That's going to end on Friday. So pick up House Hackonomics. You get real estate manifestos for free. Okay. You pick up House Hackonomics, you get, or you pick up real estate investors manifesto, you get House Hackonomics for free. Either which way, it's a BOGO. Buy one, get one free. Go to mgbookstore.com. So today we're talking about the racial disparities in the mortgage market, Tooks. Um, there's an amazing report that came out a couple of days ago that I've just been reading through. And there's so much information in this mortgage report. So I decided to kind of say, let's do a couple individual videos on some of this data. So that way this information doesn't get lost in the storm. All right. Um, so today we're going to talk about the um, denial rates and what I think people are getting denied for, right? So mm -hmm. um, shout out to everybody in the comments who's watching this live. Make sure you guys like the video, please. All right, Tooks, you want to bring up this report real quick? We only got 30 minutes today. Sure, my friend. We got a hard stop. I got to go to Houston in the morning. I got things to do. All right, racial disparities in the mortgage market, denial rates. So I'm going I'm to read off of this screen. You can take me off real quick so they don't see me looking. Oh, Okay, I forgot you can switch cameras. Okay, Tooks is in the building. We're switching the cameras. All right. Um, so this report is from the National Association of Realtors. Okay, this is not an MG and Mortgage Guy report. And they're pulling this information from HUMDA, the Home Mortgage Disclosure Act. All right, so it says, beyond affordability challenges, black and Hispanic home buyers also face extra challenges and getting a mortgage. The now rates vary significantly by race and ethnic group, with black Americans having the highest denial rates for purchase and refinance loans. According to the Home Mortgage Disclosure Act, HUMDA, data, 20% of black and 15% of Hispanic loan applications were denied mortgages, compared to about 11% for white, Caucasian folks, and 10% for Asian applicants. Parsing out by the purpose of the loan, denial rates for black Americans are even higher for home improvement loans. 
According to the Humna data, nearly 17% of loan applications for a home purchase, 17% of the applications for refinancing, and a whopping 51% of home improvement loan applications from black Americans were denied. That's crazy. <clears throat> 51% of home improvement loan applications from black Americans were denied. Damn. These racial disparities in the mortgage market contribute to the persistent home ownership gap between white and black households. Purchasing a house is one of the largest financial transactions um, will be made in a person's lifetime with about 90% of home buyers getting a mortgage. That's crazy. At the local level in states with high concentrations of black households, the denial rate, I can't pronounce that road, that word disappropriately. Well, you know, you know what I'm saying? Disproportionately. Thank you. This is why we have <laughs> tokes. Some words I can't pronounce. I know what it means, but I can't pronounce it. They are, they are very high basically <laughs> for black homeowners and buyers. Low income seems to be the main reason that more black households were denied mortgages in these areas, specifically states with a denial rate higher than 20%. The median income of black applicants was 59,160,000 on average. For instance, the median income for black households was 53,000 in Mississippi, which was the state with the highest denial rates across the country. Nevertheless, as incomes increase, denial rates drop. In states with a denial rate lower than 15%, the median income households are 79,000. For example, the income of black households that applied for a mortgage was 109,000 in Hawaii, one of the states with the lowest denial rates for black applicants. It's interesting, Tokes. Very yeah. interesting information. What do you get from this so far, Tokes? Uh, um, I feel like it's a very fancy way of saying that, like, <laughs> a very fancy way <laughs> a very fancy way of saying that um get your money just, up no they're just saying that we're not getting no cribs or we're not getting approved for cribs i don't know i don't i don't want to say it in a way where it gets like uh flagged for anything i don't know oh they might flag us no nah, they're not gonna flag us they're just not really gonna promote this kind of stuff <clears throat> okay doesn't matter it is what it is you have other videos and I'm sure our other videos will uh, pick up as well. It's important information, though. But what are you trying to get out of this? <laughs> I think this is this is. I think there's many reasons why people get declined for a mortgage. First things first. You would know firsthand. Yeah, no, 100 percent. A lot of it is just people not prepared. Okay. People have no clue about their debt-to-income ratio. People are over-leveraged with credit. You mean people in general? I'm talking about our people. Oh, okay. That's what I'm saying. I don't know how you're, how you're wording this. I'm wording this our people, okay. our community. So okay. let me be clear. I'm speaking specifically to, because 95, 96% of my business is black and brown people. Okay. Ultimately, at the end of the day. So I'm speaking from 20 years of experience of working with black and brown people. Right. And compared to other ethnic groups, I just feel as if our community is behind the eight ball in many different ways, from savings to mindset to um, shit. Even some, there's like even no starter homes nowadays. Like when I speak to first time home buyers, they want their dream house. Okay. 
Really think about that. Yeah. Do you hear anybody saying, I want to get this little starter home just to start off with and then I'm going to move on up? I never really heard. I mean, maybe like a car. Like, oh, it was a little, you know, daily little, a to B. But again, and then, you, you know, you, I'm going to get a hoopty first and then I'm going to get my big boy. Yeah. Right? Houses or homes, I never really. No one heard. says that. Yeah. Everybody want the luxurious yeah. something, something. So they try to bite off more than they can chew and they can't get approved for it. But that goes in the data too. Right, are mm. uh, people trying to bite off more than they could show? Maybe they get declined. Maybe they applied for a million, but only could get five hundred thousand. But don't want the five hundred thousand because they feel as if they can't quote unquote get nothing for five hundred thousand. And depending on what area you live in, that could be very true, right? Yeah. Um. So there's a lot of different circumstances of why people get declined. I mean, people can you know take out, and I've said this so many times. People buy cars in the middle of transaction. They run up their credit, buy furniture. The debt to income ratio gets higher, you know, lack of capital. Right. Um, definitely income plays a major part in that because in some cases people just don't have enough income to qualify for a home, even for a st- quote unquote starter home. Depending on where they live, they may not just make enough money to do so. But I think all of it based down to the foundational work of our community not being 100% prepared for home ownership the right way they don't really know for whatever reason this is not 20 this is not 1950 like this is 2022 this is and these numbers ladies and gentlemen is from 2021 data yeah right so we're talking about the middle of the information technology ever when everything's at your fingertip you got us on youtube pretty much every other day every three days or whatever the case may be i'm on instagram all the time like there's information out there but a lot of people are just not uh doing what they need to do and doing their due diligence, their research and taking the time to learn, right? So I think a lot of this definitely stems from all those factors, but we can't discount the systematic racism um, that's been in this country for generations. Mm-hmm. Uh, when it comes to black and brown people, especially when you're talking home ownership, you know, there were redlining, discrimination, there's laws that were in place to stop black people from buying years ago. Those laws have been abolished now, but I think that that created generational trauma where most a lot of folks don't grow up with home ownership being a thing in their households, right? Most people are generational renters, not generational homeowners. So for the most part, most people in our audience are one, two generations. Like if they don't own, maybe their mom or dad owns. Yeah. Right. But probably their grandparents probably didn't own. And in some cases you might have parents and grandparents own. So it passes down because you have your family that been through the process. Um, like my family, like my father owned a house at one point in his life. You know what I'm saying? Like my grandmother, God bless the dead. Well, God bless the dead for both of them. They both owned real estate at some point, but they didn't like my father. He couldn't sustain it because he didn't really know how to maintain a house. Yeah, It wasn't taught to him, right? Um, so I think all these things um, play a part when it comes to what we're looking at today. But I think there's no excuse for our community today because there's so much information and education out there to prepare you for homeownership in a way like never before. Now, these are numbers like, again, 2021. Yeah. People should know before you even apply for a mortgage, you should understand the process, in my opinion. You should have done enough research. 
Yeah. No, seriously. Yeah. No, I think it's still tough though. Like what makes it tough? Um well before before this, you know, channel or podcast or whatever it is, you know, there's (laughs) saying (laughs) like it's still tough to kind of know what you need. Because up until recently, I didn't know you needed so much money to get a house that's worth five hundred thousand dollars. I didn't know you had to have a certain salary or you have to make a certain amount of money. I thought that for the longest time, up until months ago. That you need a certain amount of money? Yeah. Yeah, you do. I didn't know that though, because like there's you can get other things much easier without having that kind of income. So from my head, it's like, okay, if we can get a car and you're just saying you make X, Y, and Z and you you can get a car easily, easily, but it's like a house is not the same. Well, yeah, it used to be like that during the wild cowboy days when yeah. you can state your income is basically what you said. See, these right. car dealers and auto loans is all predatory lending. Is that what you mean by post? Is that, I, I, You know, I, I never even asked you what that meant. What? When you said all you needed is a post? A post. Like, like you need to be alive. Oh, pulse. A pulse. Pulse. Like, a okay. pulse. I think you meant post. I'm like, what the hell is a post? No, a post. Like, oh. you need to be alive. Got you. I thought it was a post. No. I'm like, what the hell is a post? No, okay. a post, nigga. So like, you can state, you could have stated income back then before. 100%. Yeah. That was all the loans for the most part. That's why yeah. the market crashed. I didn't even, that's crazy. I didn't, okay, now it makes it, sense. It was, that's why it was the wild cowboy days. You got to think about banks are giving people, it's not like a car you're giving somebody 50,000. Yeah. 40,000, 100,000. No, you're giving people five, six, seven hundred, a million, two million dollars mm-hmm. with stating their income and not verifying can they afford it and have the ability to repay you. Is there a percentage of people uh, or races, um, like a comparison between foreclosures and what race is leading in that? I'm pretty sure there is. I'm pretty okay. sure we can find that data and do a whole video on it. That'd be interesting to see. Yeah, we, we I'm can, not sure if I mean I don't know if even we would be up. There's up data. There. There's data for everything, and I'm pretty sure we definitely are going to be up there as the leading people who are foreclosing on properties. You think too. so? Absolutely, because we don't know how to maintain it. And somebody in the, in the comments asked, "What do you?" Because I just said my father didn't know how to maintain the house. Right. Yeah. It's easy. This is why I say eligibility and approve and eligibility and affordability are two different things. It's easy for a bank to approve you, right? But but they'll take that house away from you just as quick as they approve you. Right. So when you talk about maintaining a house, you got to talk about the maintenance of the house, the utilities of the house. Mm-hmm. When most, when a lot of people are buying homes, they're not thinking about, well, my light bill, my water bill, right? You're not thinking about that stuff, but you got to understand, like I just got a, a electric bill the other day for $400. Electric, electric bill? Electric bill. That's just one house. Yeah, I, I always assume that those bills aren't no, so they're ex- expensive. They, they are expensive. They are think, when you add everything up. Think about what's yeah. happening right now. It's a freaking heat wave. It's the summertime. So what are you yeah. running all day long? Air That's condition. True. Right? Because when true. you come home, you don't want your house to be sweating in Africa. So what are you going to do? You're going to leave the AC on. And if you got central air, you're probably going to leave it on auto. So it's going to go on and off, on and on, on yeah. and off all day long while you're not in the house. So that's going to create what? A higher bill during the summer the because yeah. of usage. Think about the winter. If you live in states like New York or Northeast, what's happening? It's cold. Yeah. So yeah, your furnace is on, your boiler's mm-hmm. on. Or if you got oil in the house, you got to do oil runs. Yeah. All yeah. that shit adds up, man. Even just the landscaping. If you got a big ass yard like I have, like even my regular yards, 
That landscaping bill could be four hundred dollars a month by itself. Four hundred a month for landscaping? Yeah, yeah. Oh, that could be like a hundred dollars a week for them to come out there and cut your grass and maintain your grass and everything like that, depending on how big your yard is. Yeah, we're gonna be doing every two weeks. Even if you do every two weeks, you don't <laughs> want your joint looking crazy. Nah, you can't because then the town complains. Then the town complains yeah, yeah. and then your joint is too high, then they're yeah. gonna find you. Yeah. Right? Like, so you got to look yeah. at this, the overall maintenance of a house. If something, a pipe bursts or something leaks, you got to get that fixed. Mm -hmm. Things happen all the time. If your windows are not properly insulated, it's cold outside, you got, you, you feel the draft coming in your house. So now you got to get your windows fixed. Yeah. A window can run you $500, $300, $1,000, depending on the type of window that you get and everything like that. So it's a lot of things that comes to maintaining a house that I think a lot of people don't taking into consideration. It's just the same thing like getting denied for a mortgage. You're not taking into consideration certain things because you really truly just don't understand or you're not doing enough research on the topic at hand before you go into a home ownership or home buying process. You're not doing enough due diligence to go out here and research, right? Yeah. Um, but what stood out to me the most in this Humda report is 51% of home improvement loan applications black Americans were denied. That is fucking insane, bro. Can you explain? So a home improvement is what? Two or 3K loans. Okay. Right? Fannie Mae home style loans. Those are home improvement. Right. Rehab loans. Then you have like, you actually have actual home improvement companies out there that just do home improvement loans. So I'm not sure if this Humna data is including that, but I'm assuming that it probably isn't. So I'ma just go, cause I don't know. It doesn't say what home improvement loans they're factoring in on this. Yeah. But I'ma just assume that we're speaking about traditional Fannie Mae, FHA, rehab type loans. And if that's the case, again, if 51% of those applications would decline, I wanna know why they would decline, right? What's the reasons for all these declines? It could be people wanna do more rehab than what the house could be worth, right? Maybe the house, because again, a loan could get denied for many reasons. Let's just say you, you're trying to buy a house for 400000 yeah, and you're trying to get hundred k for the rehab. So that right. now is, means the house has to appraise for five hundred k. What if the house only comes in for four fifty? If If you don't come to an agreement with the seller, that loan can get denied because yeah. just the house is not worth it to support that rehab. So that can get counted into these numbers too. So what would be a racial reason you think or a reason why that number a is racial high? a racial reason why I for the life of me that I, you think at least for the life of me I cannot see a racial reason I mean I can assume that I can't even assume because I'm in the banking industry and when I when underwriters see files you would hope they're not looking to see if somebody's black or white or something like that, and then I'm going to decline it, right? Yeah. Um, but I would say there's a lot of moving factors when it comes to rehab loans Okay. that the general public is just not fully knowledgeable on. It could be fucking that people are just the loan officers just don't know what the hell they're doing when they're structuring the loan. It could that could play a major part yeah, in most too. of these declines. But it just so happens when black people are trying to do it, they're just working with the wrong people. Like, I don't know, because this report doesn't break down exactly why. Yeah. What's 
Like what they should do with these type of reports, in all honesty, if a loan's declined, we have to say is what what is declined for. They should break down the reason of why if it's fifty one percent, what is included in that fifty one percent? Was it because appraisals? Was it because of credit? Was it because of income, DTI? Like it should be something that we as the general public, when we see in these reports, we can now specifically go to, okay, this is the problem. Maybe yeah. it was the DTI, it was this, so it was that. So we can pinpoint and then work on it as a community to get better at the, those pain points mm-hmm. and get better, right? But I would say for someone like myself who's in the business, I would just probably say it's a lack of education for the most part on both borrowers and probably loan originators when trying to originate these type of loans. Okay. It just so happens, and it's unfortunate. It seems like, especially in 2021, look like people just trying to house hack and they're trying to rehab their loans. Because look, when you're forcing your appreciation, that's how you truly build wealth with real estate. Is buying something that's undervalued. But who knows? Were these people really trying to buy something that was undervalued? Were they? This is remember, this is 2021, the height of the market. So were they trying to buy something above asking price or at asking price in an inflated market? And want rehab money on top of it? Like, how could they get approved? You see what I'm saying? Yeah. So there's a lot of shit, like, that's unknown, but it's still a mind-blowing stat when you hear 51% of these loans were declined for black Americans. It's disturbing. I have a question. This is, like, kind of random. Those, like, those, like, loans, those PPP loans, did, did you actually get money for that in 2021? Or 2020? 2020. What does like, that have to do with this? I'm I'm a, I'm gonna explain. I'm asking you a question. Okay. Like, did you do they actually send mm-hmm. you money? Absolutely. So what if you wanted to get a house with that money? Is that possible to have to have done? I mean, people done fucking brought Lambos and shit with those. Like, right, but like you can you... pretty much do whatever you want with it. You just... What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra low net carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands, and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at hero.co. Supposed to use it for your your business and 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 your employees and everything like that, right? But some people were doing whatever the hell they wanted to do with the, the PPP money. But if you had that money, you still have to. You, you have, have to pay it back. It's a loan. But you still have to show documents. It's no. Safe, right. No. no? So you could buy a house with that money? No, 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 no. What are you asking right now? Like those PPP loans, right? They give could you, you to apply for the loan. Are you asking? Did you have to show documents to get the loan? Yeah. No. So then they just give you money. Correct. With that money, can you have? T- could you have taken that money and purchased a, a house? Technically, yes. Okay. So now, if you technically had... you was you wasn't supposed to, I should say, but people did whatever the hell they wanted to hmm. with that money. They did anything they wanted. So it, could that be maybe something that like because a lot of people were doing those loans, maybe that could have been something that um, people were trying to do with extra money laying around from that. No, that has nothing to do with this. Well, I'm saying in terms of the denial because rates. that will help that will help them get approved because that's more money to put down. But then don't you have to show that you can make that money? Like no, that that's a loan, bro. That has nothing to do with your in- income. So if you have a loan, whether it's a personal loan, a PPP loan. Mm-hmm. Whatever it is, it's a loan. Right. So as long as that money's sourced and seasoned in your bank account and we see that that money's been sitting there for two months, then the bank, the lender is not saying, oh, can you pay that back? They're looking at your credit report and they're seeing if you if that money reports to your credit report, 
then what's the monthly payment? And then it gets included into your debt-to-income ratio. Mm, okay. You see, see what I'm saying? Yeah, so yeah. even if it was a personal loan, right? Right. And let's just say you put that money in your bank, you had it sitting there for three, four months, and then five month five, you want to apply for a mortgage because you're finally ready to apply. You want to use that personal loan money that you got four months ago to go there. Nine times out of ten, it's going to be in your credit report, that monthly payment's in your DTI, and yeah. you can use that for down payment or whatever you want to use it for. I'm just, I'm just saying because I feel like there was a lot of money floating around around that time. A lot of people had money, so but, maybe they were trying to... But think about you know, what you just said. There was money being printed left and right all yeah. over the place. Stock market's on fire, everything's on fire, and there's still 51% of the people got declined for home. Like, you know what I'm yeah. saying? Yeah, yeah. And then even think about, on average, in 2021, 20% of black applicants got declined for a mortgage, on average. Yeah. Right? So that's still a high percentage. It's the highest percentage out of all ethnic groups. Even during the time when it was money being printed left and right. Yeah. So again, it, it, it to me, it boils down to the fundamentals of buying a house. Yeah. Do I, do our, does our community truly understand the process and what it takes to get approved for mortgages? Because it's not difficult. <laughs> it's, it's not rocket like, science. It's not. It just seems. It's overwhelming. Yeah. It's overwhelming. Yeah. It's, it's yeah. overwhelming. Let's go to the next screen. I want to show them this before we get the hell out of here. Which one? So uh, let's. Look. So this is denial rates for white. Um, applicants, right? You by, this one? by state. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So denial rates for white applicants, as you can see, right, is very low in pretty much every state that you have out there. Can you zoom in some? So that way it could um on the states? Yeah. So that way it's um because I'm looking at it on YouTube. You can't really see like what's going on here. Let me see how it looks. I mean, that should be pretty good. Yeah, yeah, that's, that, that should be good. Yeah, so as you guys can see, denial states, you see your state up there. This is for white applicants. Let's scroll to black black applicants. Wait, where's New York? Let me see where uh, I can't New see. New York is where, where our picture is. You see? New York, go, go. Yeah, but they don't even have it. No, up. no, no, no. Look on it like there. You see it with the words? Look, look, yeah, like, yeah right there. 13%. Yeah, just yeah, put, it, put it on the map, though. Yeah, because it's too it's too cluttered in. Too cluttered. Now this is for black applicants. Damn, right? Louisiana. Look at that. Twenty five percent Louisiana. Twenty one. Oh, Mississippi. Mississippi is high. I kind of figured it'd be in these areas though. To be honest, this is well, my first time seeing this. You got low income in these states too. Yeah. Right. California, fifteen percent. Look at New York, twenty percent. Arkansas, twenty four percent. Pennsylvania, 23%. Michigan, 22%. Wisconsin, 20%. But if you look in the South and Pennsylvania, they're, they're treacherous in treacherous waters. Black people getting denied left and right over there. Uh, you said PA? Look at PA, 23%. Yeah, Idaho's kind of low. But I don't really think there's too many. Uh, probably not too many black people. I don't even know how people. It's over here. It's crazy to me. <laughs> this whole area is crazy. Yeah, I don't, I don't get that one either. Do. Supermarkets be like 50 miles away. But yeah, this is crazy. So it's a lot. It's mostly East Coast, honestly. Yeah. Literally East Coast. Let's see what. Uh... So, I mean, look. Arkansas is 24%. That's Arkansas, bro. 
I know. I, I say it like that, though. Arkansas? Yeah, I just joke around. My girl goes there. Um, she has family over there, so I just joke with her and say that. Okay. Interesting. It's not fun over there, she says. I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't. <laughs> it's boring as hell. <laughs> Shout out to Arkansas. But apparently, there's a Spanish community over there. Um, apparently? Allegedly? Yeah, that's. I guess so. All right. Yeah. So, I mean, again, for those of you asking where this information came from, this is from the National Association. This is a report we're reading from the National Association of Realtors. And the information where they're getting this from is from the Humda Home Mortgage Disclosure Act. Um, and this is the denial rates by state in, um, for black app loan applicants in 2021. Go all the way to the right-hand side. Like, yeah, so we can see right there. Mississippi. 29%, Louisiana, 25%, South Carolina, 25% were the states with the highest denial rates for black Americans in 2021. In contrast, Colorado, 13%, South Dakota, 13%, North Dakota, 13% had the lowest denial rates. Denial rates for black Americans varied from 11 to 29% across the country. Among 51 states, including D.C., 12 states had a denial rate for black Americans higher than 20%, the national average in 2021. This is interesting information. Yeah, I, I'm just, I kind of want to, I mean, I'm sure there's people who have some experience or, or who are in these states that maybe are experiencing something that where it's like obvious that it's, you know. Well, I'm only going to speak from uh, a grand view, right? Yeah. I personally think when I see people get declined for a loan, it's because of debt to income ratio is too high. Mm-hmm. They're trying to get approved for more than what they really should be going for. They're not looking at the applicant is not looking at a reasonable price point. Yeah. They want to go at a higher price point. They have a lot of debt, whether it's consumer debt with credit cards and et cetera, big car loans, big student loan payments, right? That's always a major cause of what I see on people's credit profiles, um, low income, you know, and that's always a cause, right? When your income is not there and people have a lot of side jobs and things like that, that they're not properly documenting this income also, and you can't use all of the income. Um, underwriting practices are definitely have something to do with this as well, because yeah. un underwriting guidelines are rightfully so more restrictive than they were 12, 13 years ago. This is why the market crashed. So things are underwritten. I personally think the proper way now. Um, and I definitely think there's still some racism um, that has to do with this ever. So when you sprinkle everything into it, it's, it's just a melting, pot for, a melting pot of disaster. Yeah. You know, in my opinion. I but I think overall... Overall, I just think people just need to spend more time educating themselves on the home, the home buying process, credit, home buying, DTI, the programs, what the programs are looking for. So that way, you know how to maneuver through these mortgage underwriting streets. And if you learn real estate financing and if more of our community took time to learn about this stuff, mm -hmm. I think we can see a significant improvement in these denial rates to go lower and lower. Because look, if you look at white Americans, white applicants, their denial rates are 10%, 11%, right? So we're not too far off yeah. from them. We're, we're just 
at the highest level. And go to Hispanics. I think Hispanics is the next one. Uh, this is Asian. That's Asian. Now, the next one, no, go down. Go past, past Asian. So if you look at Hispanics, it's kind of like... Yeah, he's uh, my almost, people. Almost similar, right? But it's still low on average. I think their average um, denial rate is like 12%, 13%. But see, if you look... The they, highest is what? Go to all the way to the right. It tells you. 19%? Go all the way to the right. 19%. Yeah. 19%, 18% in New York, right? 10% in Montana, 11% in D.C. had the lowest rates. But on average, it's 15% denial rate for Hispanic Americans. I honestly feel like, I mean, I'm black and Spanish. But I feel like, you know, just... From my experience, uh, Spanish people, like, they don't really spend, I don't think they spend the same way black people do. And in terms of, like, when it comes to work and saving money and, and trying to get a house, I think it has to do with a like, lack of knowledge. Like, it's clear that is that. Is that um, from just my experience. And, um, you know, between the two, it's just the numbers aren't really too far off, even still with lack of knowledge and then with whatever the situation is with black people, you know what I mean? So I just feel like it, it definitely has, um, you know, discrimination tied up in there for sure. I yeah. think personally. Oh, hundred percent. Just from my experience on both sides. Cause I, I grew up in a Spanish household. See, so. I can't say that a hundred percent because I I'm in the business and I see firsthand, right? Like yeah. so, from the outside looking in, people who are not in the business, I can understand why people will always want to put a racial tone behind everything. So I can understand that to a certain extent, though. To, I just don't feel like it's the the reason, the number one reason why. Not in today's market. Yeah, it's that's not, how it, I. It is not the number one reason. I personally think now that we have this information, we we all right. I'm always talking about problems and solutions, yeah. right? So now that we have this information, we know the problem. We're getting denied at a higher rate than white and Asian Americans. Yeah. What is the solution? Education. Period. Education, education, education. Home buying education, learning about the home buying process, learning about the loan programs that are out there, learning about how underwriters think, um, credit education financial discipline that is the solution for success to purchase real estate yeah so we know the problem how do we combat the racism and the discrimination right make it to where they have no choice but to approve you because hell i buy real estate they have no choice but to approve me because I know my issues together. And if you don't approve me, I know it's got to be some racist shit. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, that's yeah. just how I personally look at these things. Anybody who's getting approved for a loan, I've done loans for, like I said, 95 plus percent of my business is black and brown people. They are getting approved. And there's some people that don't get approved and we teach them what they need to do to get approved, right? Mm -hmm. But I think it boils down to Getting your shit together, getting yeah. your education together, building it, that foundational work that I always speak about when it's uh, when I talk about financial discipline, understanding where you are, making necessary sacrifices, mm -hmm. don't biting off more than you can chew, right? We don't need your dream house for the first house, not even yeah. the second house. You don't need a dream house. Get a starter home. What is wrong with this? 
Nothing. I ain't even know that was a thing. No, start a home. Exactly my point. Well, but you, well, you're gonna find a start a home in New York. You can. <laughs> Where well, a, a start a home in New York price point is not a start a home in Georgia. You well, understand? okay, maybe I'm talking about price point. Like you're, you're thinking, you're price thinking price point. point. A start a home in New York is probably right now four hundred to seven hundred. That's insane. Four hundred thousand. Yeah, that's a start a home in New York. I think you can get a house cheaper than that though. If you go all the way out of East Bubblefuck, you can. <laughs> yeah, but so, but or you so, go upstate. I mean, so what? If you can if you can get the house and you can pay for it. Then but this is what yeah. I'm saying. So sometimes you might have to move to Selden. <laughs> like, like, you might have to go past Riverhead somewhere and go get yeah. a house that's 300000 400000 Like, you might have to do it. Yeah. And uh, Anthony, I, I love when people say stupid shit like this. Rates are too high or homes are both. People can't afford the safe place. You got to be lucky in your timing, but now ain't the time. This data is from 2021 when the rates are the lowest ever. <sighs> what happened <laughs> then when rates were 2%? Yeah, the, this number is thing. from 2021, man. <laughs> when the rates were the lowest ever and people still getting declined. This is why I try to tell people there's a difference between affordability and eligibility. People can't afford shit when it was 2%. People can't afford shit when it was 7%. It don't matter, man, what the rates are. People yeah. still going to get declined. Don't matter what the house prices are. People get declined left and right for years and decades. This ain't nothing new. Yeah. People going, there's going to be people who are not going to get approved for a mortgage. Yeah. Period. No matter what the house prices are. When the house prices were cheap 10 years ago, guess what happened? People were getting declined. <laughs> People get declined every day, B. Yeah. <clears throat> it just happens. And again, it's just your income situation may not be mapping out to what you're trying to buy. Yeah. There are oftentimes, I can't tell you how many times we pre-approve people and we say they maybe they wanted something for 600000 but you can only get them 400000 Then they get discouraged and then they get out the market because they're like, yo, I can't get what I want, so I'm going to just go rent. That sounds like something I would do. Of course it is. That's what a lot of people does. <laughs> I'm like, yo, man, I I, I can't. But, um, yeah. I mean, I, we already had this talk the other day in Philly about that, how I feel about real estate. So I get it, man. But Look, real estate is a great thing. And it, it is. I'm not saying it's bad. But, but I never it, said nothing like look, that. Look, but it's not rocket science at the end of the day. Yeah. This ish is not rocket science. Get your ish together before you start trying to go out here and buy real estate, period, point blank. Yeah. You may not be ready to buy today. That's cool. Stack up your chips. If you know you make 40000 why are you looking at a $600,000 house? Like, like, come <laughs> on. Like, what, are you, what fairy tale world are you living in? If you know you got a massive amount of student loans debt, like, you know... I only bring home this amount of money, but I got daycare, I got eight kids, I got this, that, and that. I got all this shit going on. Like, yeah, bro, you can't get a crib, man. It's okay to sit on the sidelines and, and, and think about earned income. How do I generate more income? You see, the problem with our community sometimes, we're too comfortable and complacent with that one W-2, that one job, right? Yeah. We, we Sometimes we, and, and I'm not trying to generalize over everybody, but like, this is just, I'm just saying what I see. Sometimes people are just too comfortable with that one sh income. Mm -hmm. And it's like, yo, you got to figure this out, man. Things are not going to get cheaper. I I'm going to hate to break it to everybody right now. Breaking news alerts. 
<laughs> the price is not coming down. I don't care what they're trying to do with inflation. The prices are not coming down on nothing. They will correct themselves, yes, but they're still going to be expensive. So what do you have to do? You have to figure out ways. How do you make more money? How do you get more earned income? And don't get distracted from the ultimate goal, building your wealth. And real estate is one of the key components to building wealth for your family. And your primary residence, in most cases, will probably be the largest purchase that a person will make in their lifetime. Now think about that. And that primary residence can be the, the start to something generational. Focus yeah. on how do you get that and how do you maintain it? That's the key. Facts. 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 Well, That's so. all I got to say on this topic. Um, I am past my time here. Uh, what time <laughs> I'm sorry to hold you, but Yeah, I am past my time here. I think we've been on here for about 45 minutes now. I think so. Yeah, it's been like 30, uh, 40 minutes. 40 minutes. Yeah. yeah. Um, so what are your thoughts? Okay. Uh, what are your thoughts? Sound off in the comments. Go to Rants and Gems on all audio podcast outlets. Download the show. Rate it five stars. Leave a review if you love the content. Make sure you go to mgbookstore.com. Pick up uh, House Hackonomics. Pick up Real Estate Investors Manifesto. Look, this is the key to success right here, man. This is how we decrease the denial rates is by educating ourselves at a very high level. I got to buy one, get one free sale going on. It's going to end this Friday. And yeah, that's all I got for y'all. So sound off in the comments. If you're watching this on a replay or live, let me know what your thoughts is. And if you want more conversations about topics like this, let us know in the comments. Tooks, any parting words before we get the hell out of Dodge? No. I actually like these conversations, but I just feel like there's not enough activity going on for people to be like, you know, usually it's people like saying, yeah, I don't, y'all shouldn't be talking about this. You know, it's like a super, it's deeper conversation basically. But um, yeah, we should have more conversations like this because it could be very eye-opening for a lot of people. Well, this is stuff that I don't think people talk, speak about enough and we're not talking, having this dialogue. And like I said, this report got so much information. I think the next time we come live, we want to talk about something else that's in this report uh, and, and just kind of further the, the, the conversation because this is a very important part of home ownership. Maybe we'll start doing a follow, we'll do another follow-up video on like steps on not to get declined. Like remember we did that video, how to get approved for a mortgage years ago? Uh, yeah, we did the salary one, how, how to get approved with a uh, $50,000 salary. Yeah, but nah, but... We'll do something a little bit better than that one. Maybe we start doing like, because when there's a problem, we got to present a solution at the same time. Yeah. So maybe one of our follow-up videos when I get back from Houston next week, maybe that'll be one of the topics like, yo, steps to getting approved in 2023 or something like that. Getting approved for a mortgage or something. We do a video like that and we just kind of break down certain things to help people along their journey. Yeah, we should. We can do that. Drop the consumer mindset, people. Stop spending your money. Stop being the biggest consumers. It's time for us to be the biggest owners. Matt Garland, and MLS number 58700, but better known as MG the Mortgage Guy. Peace.
What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. Hero also drops other limited edition ultra-low net carb goodies like rich, flaky croissants and buttery brioche slider rolls. Head to Hero.co to shop today.